My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. In the center of all that hard work, faith, and vision is a big desire. Desire for joy. Desire to live in alignment. Desire to have a life that you love. Desire to step up for yourself, for your dreams, and for what you know you deserve. Ask me how I know. Sis, I want the same thing. That's why I created the Empowered Creatives Retreat. If you think you can thrive as a creative without taking action, think again. Join me at my two-week retreat in Ghana. It's a retreat for purpose-driven Black women visual artists, writers, performers, and makers. Have time away in the African diaspora to focus on your art, feel rejuvenated, and inspired. All while making lasting connections and friendships with fellow artists. To sign up for the retreat in July, visit www.kindredcreativesco.org or follow me on the gram at Victoria underscore Y-A-W-A. Meet Mahogany Rich, an abstract painter with a strong love for murals based in Baltimore. Her bold and unique style represents her individuality that comes alive through her canvas. Mahogany began painting again two years ago when she decided to dedicate her life to doing what gave her purpose. Since then, she has pushed herself out of her comfort zone to build a business centered around her art. Her practice has helped her through her darkest moments and continues to motivate her to be true to self. In this episode, join us as Mahogany shares how she's building a creative entrepreneur life and her imperfect journey to personal growth. Hey, Mahogany. Hey. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to learn more about your story and your journey as a creative entrepreneur. How's your day going? The day has been busy, but it's been a good day so far. Good, good, good. I hope it continues to be good as these questions go on. (laughs) Okay. 
So I always like to start from the beginning of an artist's journey because it's such a journey. There's so many roads and crossroads and all of that. And I love to learn more about beginnings, right? It's just something very spiritual about it for me. Um, and I really get to know people better. So I'm curious to know, thinking back in your life, when was the moment that you first realized that you were an artist? I realized I was an artist from my childhood because of the way that I used to dress. My mother used to let me dress myself and I always used to put the most colorful clothes on. Mm-hmm. And it was just like my sister, my oldest sister was my biggest influence on my art because of the fact that she bought me a, a kit that had crayons and markers and oil pastels. And I just thought I was like the sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> so she was the one who inspired me because she actually painted a really pretty flower on my bedroom wall. And I remember it verbatim because I just always remember that flower. It was pink and green. I just loved it because it was so simple, but I enjoyed the um, the structure of it. And I just always mm-hmm. wanted to duplicate that because of her. Okay. So your sister was a painter as well? She actually was because she, she's an artist in her own way because she has more like tattoos and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's her form of art. Definitely an art form. Yeah, there's a lot of like technical drawing skill that comes out of a tattoo artist. So, okay, so it sounds like you were encouraged and you had some inspiration in your own family to continue your art. Yes, indeed, I did. Okay, and so as you moved along, talk more about that journey for you. When did you start to take it more seriously? When did you know that this is your calling? This is what I wanted to kind of dedicate your life to. Honestly, I didn't take it more seriously until I reached my 30s. Mm-hmm. I um, want to say roughly 2018, it's when I really started to dip and dab back into my paint. I had a friend of mine who actually had some of my art supplies because I had lived with her for a while. And she basically told me to come get my stuff from her house. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I went to go get it. And I'm like, when I went through the bag, I'm just like, oh, I can use this. I can use that. I, I basically kept everything that was salvageable. And I got rid of all of the old paint. So I just started to play with it. But mm-hmm. I didn't really truly invest in like really buying art supplies until roughly 2019. Mm-hmm. So that's so when I, I had my moment. I had that was, that was my break. Yeah, yeah. So this friend told you to come get your stuff, and that was your breaking point. And you were like, you know what? Let me do something with this art that I've been, you know, not focusing on. Let's see where it takes me. Right. Exactly. And so you started to paint and you have such a unique style. Can you talk more about your art and, you know, what inspires you to create what you do? Well, I am, I actually just like to create something that I don't see other artists create because I'm not so cliche to speak, so to speak, Mm -hmm. but I, um, I like to go against the grain. Basically. I don't like to do what everyone else does. I don't follow trends. I don't like to duplicate anything that I've seen but I will let it inspire me in a sense so Mm -hmm. I'll just make it my own as always Mm -hmm. and I definitely say that you have such a unique style that it really drew me to you and it made me really want to know more about you and like you know where did it come from because it's abstract but in a way that it reminds me of kind of like cubism to be honest it's just really beautiful and so yes I just want to go back to that moment when you took that leap of faith and was like, all right, I'm going to really focus on my art. How did that transition go for you? Were you able to go ahead? 
basically what took place was December the 1st of 2019, I had an art show that no one came to. I had all my pieces. And then it's like, after that day, I was really discouraged. So mm-hmm. December 2nd, I actually got fired from the job that I had at the moment as a, a caretaker. Mm-hmm. And basically I had a, a, a little dry spot because um, I didn't actually start working for myself until January 3rd of 2020. Mm-hmm. So once I started working for myself, I started really truly investing in me and actually believing that what I create can be seen and someone actually will like my form of artwork. But it just took a lot because I just I was so discouraged after my art show that nobody came to it. And plus it was in D.C. So I was just I was just I just felt some type of way. And as a result, I had about 20 plus pieces that I had gave away just because, I mean, I have big artwork. I have 36 by 48, that's my, my specialty. That's my standard size for my artwork. So that was that was my point where I just, I felt like I had to do this. I had to invest in myself. I had to make moves in order for my art to be put out there. And that's when I actually, I think it was June of, yeah, June of that year, June of 2019 is when I actually made my Instagram and started posting my pictures and whatnot on there mm-hmm. just so people could see it. And my, my page has been slowly but surely progressing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really inspirational because I there's a moment when, you know, you go through certain struggles and you can give up or you can keep going. And you were able to keep going, not only keep going, but to thrive. You started to post more. You really were developing your art skills. And from that, you started to attract more people and kind of grow as an artist. And I think that's really inspirational because it's testimony that, you know, there's gonna be hurdles along the way. I've been through so much myself, but the the point is to keep going and to be consistent. Would, would you say that's one of your keys to success, consistency, or what would you say has really helped you? I say, I, I can agree with that because consistency is definitely key. And you have to actually always remember to not listen to what outsiders are saying. Mm-hmm. You can take compliments. You could take some people that have the quote unquote criticism, but a lot of the time that criticism is really low key hate. So mm-hmm. you can't absorb that. And then it's like, you have to, all right, know what to listen to and know what not to listen to at the same time. It's definitely yes. low key struggle though at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. And it's hard because our art is such an extension of us, right, that it seems so personal. But just like any other business or job, you kind of have to remove who you are from what you do. It's an extension of you, but you can't take it personal, the praise or the rejection, because it's all part of it. So I think that's a really great message that you're sharing. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. So thinking about the struggles and just the blocks that we have as artists, how have you dealt with creative blocks? In all actuality, a creative block is likened to depression. Sometimes you actually have to let it go through and you have to let it pass in order for you to be like, okay, now I can get back on my track. Now I can do this is what I'm about to do. Because when you're not in the right mindset, you're not going to create the, the quality of artwork that you would like to create on a regular day. Mm-hmm. So you have to just let it go and you have to accept the fact that things are happening and then you, it's out of your control and you just have to keep pushing through that. And that's, that's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. And what keeps you motivated? What keeps you to keep pushing? I actually look at my old pieces and I'm like, mm-hmm. what was I going through at that point as to why I create a piece just like that? 
what mm-hmm. was happening in my life. And now I'm just like, okay, I kind of have a method. So I like to, that's why I like to keep my work uniform because I, I cross-reference my old work. Mm-hmm. So that, that definitely helps me. And that's, that inspires me in itself. Like just looking at some of my old pieces, like, okay, yes, I can do that again. I can take that. Mm. So you look at your self for inspiration, like your own artwork helps you, helps motivate you. Yes, exactly. I love that because it's kind of like you, someone once told me that you should make an altar of yourself. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but just like an altar of like all your accomplishments to remind yourself of like, you're a boss, you're amazing, you're powerful, you can do things, you're capable, right? So to like have a wall of like past accomplishments or like nice words of encouragement that people said, or just moments in your life that you were really proud of. And then to look at it, because that could remind you to keep going when you feel down. And so what you just said reminded me of that because when, you, when you're looking at your own artwork and you're looking at your progress and even just like, I'm sure it reminds you of different, different points in your life when you were making it, it hypes you up and keeps you going. So I think that's cool. That reminded me of that. Thank you, thank you. I agree. It's, it's a good thing because it, I don't necessarily like to go to other artists and look at their work because that's their work. That's not something that I created. Mm-hmm. So uh, my work is definitely what inspires me the most. Mm-hmm. Yes, love that. So do you have a favorite accomplishment, like a favorite painting or something that's, that's happened that you were like, damn, I'm so proud of myself. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I got through this. Were there any moments like that that's happened so far? Yes, I'm going to say that the best moment was when I actually was a part of the Raw Art Show in 20, um, 2020, that was February of 2020. Um, mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed that show a lot because in all actuality, I'm more so of an ambivert. So I'm like, I'm comfortable in certain surroundings, but I don't like being around a lot of people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So that was a really extroverted type of event for me to actually attend and mm-hmm. go to. And I had to sell tickets for the event. I had to do a lot of things just to be a part of that event. And with the energy and all the effort that I put in, I felt like it was all worth it because I still think about that event just to this day. I remember what I wore. I remember how I felt. The whole everything was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. And how did that show go? The show went really good. I actually sold, I think, two pieces at the show. Not too mm-hmm. many, but it was the fact that I was able to sell something there. Mm-hmm. And was that like your first major show? Yes, it was my first major show, yes. Yeah. So I think a couple of things you just said really hit me. One of them was that you were able to push yourself out of your comfort zone in order to do something that you knew you wanted. So I'm also an introvert and, you know, I really love one-on-one and like close relationships, but like in group settings, it makes me uncomfortable. It's just not, it drains a lot of my energy. Mm-hmm. So, I know that in order for me to like meet people and like establish relationships and network and all of that, it's really important because I love those like close connections that I I end up building with people. But to Mm -hmm. get to that point is challenging. So I see similarities in what you just said, because, you know, putting yourself out there, trying to sell, that's a whole nother battle, but trying to sell something, you know, talking about something that's coming up for yourself, that's that's challenging, but you were able to push yourself out of that discomfort and do something for yourself. So kudos to you. That's amazing. 
It's super important. And then the other thing that I just want to hit on what you said about how it took you some time to kind of, um, like you said, you took yourself a break to figure out what you wanted to do. And then when you were ready to start, you jumped right in. You didn't kind of second guess it. You just kind of, you know, went right in. And I think that sometimes we overthink and we stop ourselves from doing things because we overthink. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's okay to be afraid because, you know, I'm afraid all the time. <laughs> oh, but to, to stop yourself from doing things because you're constantly analyzing what you should do, you know, that could stop, that could stop us from our brilliance and, and things that we're called to do. And so what I loved about what you just said is I, you just did it. You didn't know what the outcome would be, but you knew you wanted to do it. You didn't overthink it. So I think that's something that more people, like I'm definitely trying to do that more. And so I love that, like that's part of your story. Thank you again. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, of course. It's the little things and it really does add up. Okay, so talking about your journey and you know, things that you've learned along the way, what would you say is like the biggest word of wisdom that you received and how has that helped you? Well, that's, that's a good question. The biggest thing I would say is to not worry about really what others have to say and what others tell you how to move. Like when it comes down to it, you have to make your own path you have to make sure that's something that's comfortable for you to do as an individual because we're all individuals. So what works for one person might not work for the next. Mm -hmm. You have to just basically accept that and you have to like just do what's right for yourself. And that's yes. the same. Yes. So do what you love. Do what's, do what's best for yourself is what I heard you say. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Everything doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes we try to follow trends or what we think is like popping. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that's the worst thing an artist can do. Exactly. We should really just follow what's innately parts of our gifts and really what we want to do, what's like calling us to do. And I feel like that's where the magic happens. Right. So it's like you have to figure out how your paintbrush speaks to you. That's, mm. that's what it boils down to. Yes, that should be a quote. <laughs> I like it. So what's new? Anything you want to share with the people? I love to give my um, guests an opportunity to share out how people can connect with them and also to share out any upcoming events. I know you just had a paint and puff, which went really well. Yeah, you have... Really, really a good event. It was really exciting. I actually wasn't going to go at first, believe it or not, because I didn't ha I didn't think enough people were going to come, considering the fact that we are still in a pandemic, mm -hmm. and there's just a lot, a lot of things that's going on with people financially. Yeah. So it's not like somebody was going to come and like, oh, let me go ahead and spend forty, fifty dollars on a puff and paint, you know, and just enjoy myself. But a few people have, and I was like, when I did have the event, it was twenty plus people who came. Through today, awesome. I was able to network with some other people who made candles and other um, items. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really pro-black. So when it comes down to it, I was happy to connect with, you know, those individuals. Mm -hmm. 
And are you going to do more? Because if you do, let me know when. I definitely want to do more events, but this is what I plan on doing. Once I move from my location that I'm at now, mm-hmm. I am going to actually host events in my home because it's like I um I cook. So I love mm-hmm. to cook. So when it comes down to it, I would like to have events where I'll have finger foods and, you know, we'll have like little wine and whatnot and different um things for each event. So I'm really going to try to host events myself. Yes, do it. That's awesome. I think you should definitely do that. That sounds like a good time. Yes, it shall be. It definitely should be a good event. And let me know if you want to help me promote it or just spread the word. Definitely down to do that. I'd appreciate that a lot. Yes. So how can people get in contact with you if they want to buy your art or just hit you up and see how you're doing? I have Instagram. I have Facebook. And I also have my um, business cards. They have my direct number on it. Okay. I lost lost you. But I have um, my Instagram is my main source of contact, basically. And what's your Instagram? uh, Procreation. It's procreation, like P-R-O-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-H-O-G-G-Z-A-R-T. So it's Procreation Hogs Art. That's also my email. It's also my Facebook page. It's like also all the same thing because that's really my brand. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I will also have that in show notes for people, but you know, I definitely hope people reach out to you. You're amazing. And I think your art is so unique and beautiful that I'm excited to see where it goes, where you take it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.